0: Listeners and viewers to the Othos oh Post podcast. With you as always, I'm Top Toast,
1: And I'm your co host, Annie, and you are listening to the Othos oh Toast podcast. Welcome.
0: Welcome, and welcome to you, and welcome to our guest joining us from what appears to be the very sunny Midwest, Missy Solstice. Welcome Hi to everyone. the Hi, everyone.
2: Hey Missy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Excuse my excitement. <laughs>
1: you know what's funny is that any every single time that we have um like our introduction, I always muck it up. And it ends up being something like kind of funny. Like it's a running joke that I fuck it up. And this time it was very um very drab, wouldn't you say Toptoes?
0: Well I was a- going was to comment dry. that you that we both said oh those toes on both halves of it but since i almost stumbled on the name of the show i'm glad you reiterated it
1: okay well i was i was distracted a little bit so i didn't really h- listen to what you were saying and that's why i was kind of like oh shit wait we're on so um sorry
0: no wonder everybody thinks you're my wife you don't listen to me at all
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. y'all cute <laughs> i know
1: i know i um I don't know. Should we be a little bit slightly flattered that people think that we're married and that we get along so well? Or is it the opposite? Is like, oh shit, like we have no, you know, chemistry and we're like an old, boring couple that are running the show? <laughs> like, I don't
0: know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the comments that we get say that we have such a great chemistry that people believe that we are closer than we mm-hmm, are. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, but I, um, you know, uh, I care about this guy a lot. We've known each other for years and years. We've only seen each other a couple of times, but our families know each other. I, I mean, I can't say that I know every detail about your life, but I'd like to say we're pretty close. So I think we connect where it matters. And then we get to have super fucking awesome people on the show like Missy. So, mm. I mean, without further ado, I mean, let's start picking this Missy's brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is Pick one of my way. favorite, one of my favorite parts about doing this is that, you know, sometimes uh Toptos and I have like different views or different opinions on things. And, and then we get to bring awesome people on and kind of discuss. So Top, I bet, I mean, I know that you've been following Missy for quite a bit, but did you know that she started off as a foot fetish model and then switched over to a nylon fetish model?
0: No. And um maybe I just caught her late after that transition or you know, sometimes you just kind of forget somebody's previous identity and when they reinvent themselves, to me in my mind, Missy has always been very strongly very well planted in the nylon community Mm -hmm. and i would i would dare say in the pantyhose community but maybe missy can tell us where she came in and where she considers herself
2: so let's see to make a long story short on my personal ig page someone sent a message i guess i made a post about that had my feet included and this particular person was just um telling me about the foot community i'm like oh okay Okay, this sounds fun. This sounds interesting. So I doubled it dad for a couple of months. Um, My page kept getting deleted. And I'm yeah, just we've like... We've all been there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pissing me off. Hey, no, so but that's.
1: She, but, but what year was this?
2: This had to be... When I first started, was maybe 2017. Mm,
0: yeah, we were just getting... That was right just before, just after the Zuckerberg buyout. So that's mm-hmm. about... No, maybe a little earlier than that. That that might be a little odd for you to be getting deleted on the regular at that mm-hmm. point.
2: Yeah, and that, that would that yeah. you might have
0: had yourself a hater at
2: that point. That yeah, I figured that much. That's what it all came down to. Well, um, fast forward, a loyal follower. He's going to be listening to this podcast. He Shout sent out. me some. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out Zach. Ah. Um, he sent me some <laughs> nylons. He sent me a pair of nylon, Cecilia Raphael. He sent me a red pair and a purple pair. Okay. When I put them suckers on, it was like being in my skin for the first time. It was no play. It was no, no, um, oh, this is going to get the guy's eye kind of thing. It was like I had never felt like I had been in my skin since I can remember and putting those pantyhose on those nylons and, and it just it it was um it was an experience for me it was a very personal experience for me very personal because i hadn't experienced the feeling of my flesh right like we're walking around in these bodies and we're having this ease, these external experiences but like to really feel yourself internally that's what i was going through so me playing in the foot community was just me playing. Me actually in my nylons is me experiencing myself on a whole different level. And I've only experienced myself in my nylons. I have not shared this experience with anyone else, with my lovers. This is something totally wholeheartedly for me. So that's how we got here. <laughs> I, that's that's, that's a great worried? story.
1: I know it's amazing. I,
0: And that's, that's a new story. You know, you almost feel like when you're doing this, as long as we've been doing it, you get a lot of, okay, I've heard that story before you, you know, it's a little different for you, but you know, that's, that's a path a lot of people have been on. This is a new story. This is a very unique. So would you, at this point, call this a fetish?
2: Oh, it's my fetish for sure. And with a lot of my supporters, um, I'm very open because this community can have a negative connotation. We do have a lot of um, individuals that use this community for a financial gain. So that's why I tend to be very open on my journey personally, professionally, and as well as being able to share my fetish with those who can't share theirs, you know, or they don't have the space or um, people around them where they feel comfortable to say, hey, this is a side of me I want to explore and I want to explore this with you or I want to share this part of myself with you. A lot of people don't get that. So I try to make my pages open and non-judgmental as I can. She's top toes.
1: Hers is one of these pages that you get invested in and you follow and this is for, for, for males and females. So you don't just follow to like get inspiration or to have like jerk off material. You follow because you're invested in this journey. Like you're like, what's she going to do next? What's she doing now? Oh, she's mm-hmm. doing this now? I'm like, oh, did she ever get over that thing? You know, or whatever. It's, I mean, I I wish that I would have found you in 2017, 2017 um. obviously honestly but okay so I have to ask though before this pair of your you know your fan sent you these nylons had you ever worn pantyhose before
2: like, in like any when, I was, when I was a kid yeah like I remember my mom we had on stockings and we had the little frilly socks um being an athlete my whole life it was just never that connection And at that point in my life, when it was introduced to me, I was seeking that connection with myself. I was open to being more accepting of who I am in this body. At that time, and I'm sure we wore nylon, I wore pantyhose stockings to some banquets, um, events, but there was not that connection. There was a lot of distractions. At that point in 2017, I was living out there in the um, Pacific Northwest and I was on a journey. It was a very spiritual journey. It was a very personal journey. I was out there by myself. All the things I grew up knowing, all the conditioning kind of just faded away because I was in a new environment. So I was not really recreating myself or creating myself. I was actually letting the person who was already there just be, just be. And so it kind of just happened. So at this point,
1: how how many do you know how many nylons you have like how many pairs of nylons
2: you have oh my gosh like they sell so fast i would okay, have so a lot so so you do sell your pantyhose mm-hmm, i sell my pantyhose it wasn't my, oh my most gosh. of the things most of the things that i sell i'm only selling because i've been asked i didn't come into the game thinking that people would be buying sweaty workout pantyhose or anything like that i bet you but you know okay so tell us a little bit more about you
1: like tell us like, because I'm about to, like, tell your whole life story and I don't want to. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do have a lot of workout pantyhose that you can sell.
2: Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think I got, like, a couple that's already wrapped. But, like I say, they, they, uh, it's like but a that, waiting I mean, list. Because
1: of what you do for a living is what I mean.
2: Oh yeah, that makes it easier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So right. I, I, I was to say, I, I...
1: you're
2: ahead. part of a very small part of the community
0: that actually works out in their in nylons. Uh, that's it's definitely a, a fetishy thing. It's not something most people do. Although it translates in the eighties. I, mean, I was know, gonna say they just that everybody said in the 80s. wore pantyhose under their their workout gear. But well, know, it's 20th pretty. Century,
2: it's not as common. Well, it's pretty beneficial. If people knew how benefiting it would be to work out in a spandex material that causes the body to sweat, just like a waist trainer, it's the same concept. So even though it's a fetish and I love it, I also see the the benefits of me getting sweating out my toxins. My workouts are a lot more heat powered so its benefits to training them um hunters hunters wear nylons um when they're out there and they're sitting there and they're waiting they're in pantyhose. they don't say it because they're embarrassed but i have a few um fellas that follow me who happen to be in the hunting lifestyle and they tell me they wear tights it keeps what? them warm <gasps> oh okay yeah
0: i've definitely heard about it from uh straight men with no no related fetishes mm-hmm. northern canada who would wear such things under their work attire just because you just need that that tight base layer. Yep. Um, but any implied that you uh, work out for a living, as it were?
2: Yes. So I am a fitness center supervisor. I am a certified personal trainer with um, a handful of different certifications. And right now I am entering into graduate school for exercise science. Impressive. I know.
1: I just love her so much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stop. I
1: mean, no. yeah, no. Um, You know, one of the things that Top Toes and I have a hard time coming across now is um, people who have a genuine fetish for feet or nylons or, you know, whatever it is, because um, it's become so common to Mm -hmm. sell feet pics you know or sell panties or whatever the case and it's really difficult to come across someone with a genuine fetish that even if they weren't selling anything would still be doing you know would still be wearing nylons or still be wearing Mm -hmm. you know certain things um so it's really refreshing and i appreciate that so much i know top toes does
0: oh absolutely I have I mean, no, I have nothing against anyone in the hustle. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, don't give me it's wrong. It's a,
0: it's a step above when, if even if you are in the hustle, when the hustle is based on this being your actual interest or passion for some reason, um, and I think it shows through in what you do and why people want to focus on you. It, you know, if if they are willing to drop money on content or mm-hmm. worn items, I think it it helps it and it matters to a lot of people not everybody that this is something that you are have a passion for
2: yeah and I give out freebies all the time because I know how I know the exchange of the energy of what money is right I feel like it's just an exchange of energy that's it you give to me I give to you it's just this love begets gets love kind of thing So I try to take away the stigma of it being about the bag and this financial aspect because it is lucrative. The word feet has been the top search Google term the last time I checked, like the last 15 years. So there is a, a, you know, a market for it. But at the end of the day, this is an aspect of ourselves that we want to uncover we want to discover we want to learn more about so I try my hardest not to let the money talk be a thing so with the help of a special friend group I have been setting up um, different platforms where my pre-mates can be um, you know easily accessed if that's the case that way I can just focus on enjoying the fetish for what it is instead of enjoying the fetish on top of producing content.
0: Well, right. I think there's I think there's something interesting in somebody who focuses on premates. And yes, somebody who's coming into it from a purely financial, you know, I've heard that you can sell feet picks. I'm told I have pretty feet. People are willing to buy off me, and they will make premates based on what they believe or are told are the 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 ideas. There's a, something completely different in somebody making a pre-made video, pre-made content based on what they're feeling about how to portray their fetish on film. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then,
1: so uh, Missy's pre-mades are all just kind of, or mostly I'm going to say, kind of what she's feeling at the moment, right? And yeah. And so they're pretty genuine. So they're pretty genuine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I yeah, mean- so
0: that- that puts a bit of her into it well more more of her into it we'll say obviously anyone's treatment is going to have a bit of them in it i
1: hope yeah (laughs) well you know you'd be surprised (laughs) right Uh, hey so can i ask then at this point it's been several years are are you enjoying nylons like in your personal life like have you used them as a tool for sexy time
2: So, that is so funny that you asked. So, this summer, I have entered into some kind of self-exploration, and that is totally the case. I am finding out what I like um, intimately with my nylons. I have dibbled in a couple of toys, and these are... These video and I am recording these. These videos are very personal, and they are only for myself and very, 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 very loyal. like these these guys have been following me for years since 2017. So I have shared that side of me with them and we've had discussions um, because I, in the past, I identified as asexual. And it wasn't until the experience with the Nylons that I can happily say that is not the case. The case was that I wasn't able to voice or show or teach or even know myself what turned me on. What does cl- climax look for me? What look for me? Look at, look toward look to me, excuse me. Or what does foreplay look like? What do I like? What do I don't like? You know what I mean? So that has been the present um conversation and engagement that's happening right now so you're
1: not this journey is not open and available to
2: everyone no and it's because I'm still trying to see what it looks like like I am totally shy I'm surprised um it's very true that a lot of women have never climaxed you know um right and there you know and i think i was one of those to the to the point where i thought i was asexual like i don't get turned on i'm not sexually attracted to anyone and that wasn't the case it's a acceptance it's an opening before i can let someone love and engage with my body i need to be able to know what that is myself personally no one should know my body more than i should so right now the focus is me focusing on that and yes i'm just sharing it with a With a personal small few on my close friends, and it's it's been a journey.
1: Wow. Um. I mean, I've had I I feel like I was kind of in the same, slightly a similar situation many many years ago. Mm
2: -hmm. The difference
1: is that I was I had you know my husband now of almost seventeen years to explore all that with. Yeah, but we, but women are hard. We women are hard to please for sure. And until you're able to find that voice, first of all, you're right. You have to know what you what we what you like for yourself, and then you have to be able to teach that to a partner
2: mm-hmm. and right? be comfortable and, and, and be comfortable doing it. That's the thing. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. Well, I right. think
0: I think the the male fetishes have have a good amount of problem with that. We may be aware of our fetishes early, but you know. Then you, you get into your puberty range, and you get into your dating range, and everything is so nervous and uncomfortable, and you're trying to get through what you think is the the typical sex life, and you wouldn't have the first clue whether you should, let alone how on earth to bring your fetish into it. You mm-hmm. know, now I have the experience of, of age and the experience of experience, if I can say that so stupidly um you know in my (laughs) 40s it's a lot easier to you know be open about that kind of thing and put it on the table early but you know when you're just (laughs) discovering this and so you're saying you're just discovering this in the last six years you're still at the the low end of the learning curve
2: yeah because i was busy just running around You know, like I said, I was on the spiritual journey. It wasn't just about the nylons and filling in my skin. I wanted to know my soul's purpose. There's a lot of hurt and brokenness and lostness in the world. And I was getting caught up in it because I'm a true empath. And so I had to find ways to set boundaries comfortably where I'm not alienating those that are hurt, that um, are lost, because we all are here for one another. But I also had to learn how to use my voice, say no, protect myself in the moments of discovering myself. So it was a lot going on back then. And so that's why the process is so slow. And I'm just now like, oh, let me see what this feels like with my nylons on. So I haven't had the pleasure of meeting a partner who shares the same sentiment I share in discovering more about myself. So I have to do it by myself. Otherwise, I'm just sitting there waiting for someone to come along and like, hey, let's do this, this weird kiki stuff together. See what it's like. And oh. then you're waiting forever. And that's what I was doing. I was waiting to experience myself, waiting for someone so I could experience who sounds
0: I am. That so, sounds a lot like waiting for Prince Charming to come when uh, you it's time to be the what do they say the self-rescuing princess.
2: Exactly. Oh, just like in Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having fun. I,
1: I mean, yeah, you're first of all, you're gorgeous. Mm. Right. And you're extremely fit. And the nylons just look just beautiful on you. Mm. Um, And then knowing that there's all this behind that, it's just I don't know how the boys are not all in love with you. Or maybe they are. I don't know
2: you know um, <laughs> um, we we all have our baggage right mine's happens to be emotional and i don't carry a lot and some people that most of the people that i run into have a lot going on so i'm hard to see sometimes um do you have
1: um do different types of nylons make you feel
2: differently um they have different feelings, but as far as feeling differently, nope. Like, the texture can be different, like, depend. like, the ones I have on now. Like, they look amazing, but these are from the Dollar Tree. I cannot believe the Dollar Tree has nylons like this. Because yeah. this is really good quality.
0: Well, and I mean, a lot of people swear by good old-fashioned Hanes or Legs. Favorites don't have to be the the super expensive, but you did you know. definitely... Come into this on a on a high end. CDRs are not
2: on the cheap side. Yeah, but uh, they run easily. They rip easily, and I have a lot of muscles, so it's just like, uh I mean, I don't like my supporters wasting their money on something I'm just about to rip through, unless that's what they're wanting. You sure. know, I like to get the use out of it. Like I do enjoy wearing them. Mm-hmm. Six mm-hmm. years
0: of um, you know your supporters sending you stuff, and then probably oh, okay. I have to assume you go going to the store and trying other brands yourself. Have you landed on a favorite?
2: A favorite, a favorite, a favorite, a favorite. I could say I have a favorite color and it's suntan and coffee. Coffee brown and suntan. I don't have a favorite brand yet that I'm just like, oh my, God. oh yes, I do. Now that I think about it. Okay. And I could not find these anywhere. When I was living in the Pacific Northwest, I would go to CVS and Walgreens to get all my nylons. I was not going anywhere but there because it was around the corner. Well, CVS had a pair that had this weird design around the crotch area in the front and in the back, and I think I believe they were Hanes, but they don't have that pattern. I can't find it anywhere. I, I think what? I can picture this. it's kind of a scalloped
0: design of almost yeah. looks like just what a darker scal- color fabric, like the reinforced. What do you mean scallops?
1: What do you mean um, scalloped? So For those of us,
0: okay, silly so, people that so don't picture, know. <laughs> so instead of a pair of control top.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: they're almost a sheared waist pantyhose but coming down from like a very high hip down into the crotch it's darker but that darker section has a wavy line it's like a design Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a design i I know i know that Uh, brand and i don't know what it's called to help you find it online
1: the closest thing that i can think of is like it's like a rectangle go like around the crotch area from like the top of the belly to the back and then it's got like zigzags kind of going similar although this would have a little
0: more of a curve coming up very high on the um on the hip
1: okay i i Okay, you'll just you you must have a picture of it somewhere, so you'll have to give us a picture.
2: I don't know. I Definitely, if not I you, can find it, Missy. I got a video. I got a video. Yeah. It's on my page. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So we, gotta, if, look if, we gotta look for that. If
2: I can find you
0: a, a, an online a name for the product and an online retail for it, I will uh
2: will help you. Now out. those for sure. Those were amazing. I mean, oh, loved them. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I have still not tried the cdrs uh because i just don't want to pay that much money so unless somebody sends them to me i'm not gonna buy them because i rip them very very easily in general exactly
2: exactly now the wolferts mm-hmm. wolferts is the second brand that i was introduced to and their material is a little bit thicker and i like them but they're expensive as well you know but they come out with some nice ass designs i'm like oh i would kill to be an ambassador for them
1: I mean, you should be. I mean, you could be, but then you'd have to start. You know.
2: Yeah, my page is not not the creme de la creme what they would expect. You know, and
0: I mean, I'm not even I, sure if Wilford does ambassadorships with our community.
2: True, I think they just use regular models. They yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then, but my favorites for a very long time were were Berkshire, and then. Oh yes. yes. But then they, because they're just so soft. But the problem is they got so so fucking flimsy after a while. And so Top Toes and I were complaining that they must have changed the way they make them or blah, blah, blah. But the ones I'm wearing today are Berkshire and they're nowhere near as thin. So I think it's just depending on the type, the style. Mm. These are not as thin. Yeah to put them on i've been tugging on them and they're not ripping and usually they do and the
0: question is did you buy a different style because everybody's got multiple styles anyway or did you are they new old stock did you happen to find some circa 2020 berkshires back when they were softer and a little more resilient
1: i don't know because they came from from they were an amazon gift ah so i don't know and then i'm not very good about See? the wrappers you know like the covers but i think that i'm going to from now on because i re- this is back this goes back to like the ones that i used to really love like these so um but my favorite color is is coffee it is yes, coffee. And, yes. And it's beautiful like yeah. the, like just this, this kind of skin tone and then coffee looks, those are, those two are my favorite for sure. Co-
0: mm-hmm. Coffee is absolutely the, um, would be my favorite color on any woman of color. Um, you know,
1: bliss right. is not um, look good in coffee. it's just
0: going to look weird. You did not. With pasty not, yeah,
1: pasty yeah. legs. It might not well, be. I, I
0: wasn't going so far as to call it pasty, but yes.
1: Well, I, you know. That's, that's not a color
0: that's right for Caucasian girls. Put it that way
1: yeah um yeah I mean I've worn nylons you know my whole life basically like on and off like it was just a thing my mom wore nylons all the time so they were pretty common and I'm almost a little bit envious of that moment that you know Missy had with her like holy shit this feels amazing you know like <laughs>
2: well no you should be proud of yourself that you have walked this world secure in who you are you know as a woman as a human a wife a mother you know so
1: well I just mean like you know when it comes to nylons I bet that was an amazing experience because I can't I can't remember the first time I wore nylons and I I almost wish that it would have been as an adult woman because then I can really then it might have been a fetish I don't know yeah. There, there was no time so... that you
0: put them on and the sun came out from behind the clouds and you heard oh the right of angels. Right. We all want that. <laughs> well, that must
1: be how it is for some men that wear them, right? They've never worn them before and they get, they have those like, crazy hair and then they put them on and they must feel like, especially when you shave. Okay, I will give you that. Like a freshly shaved leg and you put a nylon on, holy fuck, that feels amazing because you feel everything. Mm-hmm yeah
0: yeah um, but, okay and, so uh, we've ex- we've discussed why i actually have that experience um because <laughs> it no, no not a kink at all and maybe that's why it's not a fetish of mine at all it was okay. actually varsity swimming back in the day oh you
1: mean uh, like you when, wearing them gotcha. when you were
0: in the middle of competitions you were shaving your legs
2: mm-hmm. and in order
0: to practice again with extra drag you put on pantyhose to to simulate the extra drag that the hair would have been um so, not a fetish, but I'll tell you, add one more thing. Both of you, try this. Freshly shave your legs, put on a pair of pantyhose, dive in a pool. That is the craziest sensation you will ever feel.
2: I take baths in my nylons.
1: Oh my so, gosh, you're familiar
0: with that that feeling of the the water touching you after
2: with the nylons
0: on. It's, a, it's surreal.
2: Yeah, tell it's, me it's, about
1: it's, that. I'm yeah. super curious about that because I've never done it.
2: It's one of my premades. I was in the tub. I had on some brown and they were this um, brand. They were brown reinforced um, coffee nylons. And I was just in the tub and it kind of just soaks to your skin. The color becomes more, you know, prominent. Um, it felt good. And then I washed them and they came back out like regular size. Oh, okay. Do mm-hmm. people
1: ask that? Do you get asked that a lot to do that a lot?
2: to like put them on in the water? I don't think yeah. so, but but once I made that content, then I made a couple of more and it was a request. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's, maybe it's a small portion of the community, but I think in the nylon community, that's requested enough. Uh, different social media hashtags of Wet Hose Wednesday kind of run from time to time. Oh people, wow. do li- people in the pantyhose community, and I think it's a little more the pantyhose community than the nylon community in general but do like that because um, it clings just a little bit more mm-hmm. um, yet that, you know, if you move your foot or spread your toes, then you get that sort of bubble in between where the color changes again and becomes a little more opaque, but also a little lighter in color. It, there is something to see in that. And as you described where the color changes, as they get wet, you see that travel and move and the, the cling is different. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's more clingy or less clingy, but it's different.
2: Mm -hmm. And that's funny. You said you made a distinction between pantyhose community and nylons community. Because, so is there a difference? Because, like, so is there a difference between pantyhose and nylons? Well, uh, I think that I would
0: put myself in the nylons community. I love the look of nylons on legs and feet. And okay. I think specifically I'm a foot fetishist first, so definitely on feet. So to me, depending on your what you're wearing, I don't care if it's a nylon sock or a knee-high or a thigh-high or a stocking with a garter or a pair of pantyhose, but there is an independent pantyhose community for whom it must be pantyhose. It's got to go all the way up. It's got to cover the crotch. To them, that is the, the way the fetish goes.
2: I like that because that's how I like it. I wanted to cover the crotch. I don't like open crotch. I feel like that's too revealing. It's too much out there. I like it to have the little covering, even if it doesn't have the little white part. It just needs to have the fabric over it. Um, so
1: do you wear panties underneath your? your no, or not? Okay, yeah,
2: I don't. Uh, that would only be for aesthetics. I don't see the point in that. I don't know who even invented underwear for women, <laughs> like thongs or even heels. <laughs> like the things that are uncomfortable for women it couldn't have been made by a woman by a woman yeah sometimes i think that way when it first started you know i
1: i never wear my pantyhose without undies you feel yeah. naked
0: i think there's I a lot feel, of people I
1: feel naked themselves. but not just it's not just that it's that the um um it bothers me like okay oh you know, yeah some people I, are like a there's a more seam. Sensitive.
0: nylon nylon touching you directly is different than you know especially if your panties are cotton or cotton blend i can see that
1: yeah like my it just bothers my you know i don't know I, i'm a very <laughs> sensitive little puss <puss-puss>, so <laughs> but, but
0: missy for you panty has panties have one purpose so that you don't get kicked off instagram again <laughs>
2: Yeah, ooh, yeah pretty much <laughs> and I've gotten better I've gotten better and see when I first started oh, I had someone fun. running the page the um individual that inquired about me starting the foot page he was running it at first so a lot of the deletions in the beginning came from him and that's how I knew it was a money game and that a lot of these pages believe it or not I'm just gonna put y'all in on some games A lot of these pages y'all think that are being ran by models are not being ran by models. They are being ran by males. I have no problem with that. I really don't. I don't, I don't get it how you want, but this is a personal, this is a personal relationship and having this fetish is very personal because most of the time these, um, our supporters come to us and our platform because they don't have an outlet and for it to be fake, or you think you're talking to someone with authentic mm-hmm. intentions, that kind of can't that doesn't sit uh, well. Yeah. It's you know, it's it don't I sit agree. well. We've talked about how
0: bad it can be. And now I think the latest version of that, I don't want to call it a scam, because the way it's posed now is not is less a scam. You get this is a husband and wife page. Um, mm-hmm. but take that with a grain of salt. Um I think for most of us who've been in the community for a while, it's pretty easy. One DM, you can figure out that you're not talking to a woman. Um, But Yeah, but then
1: then there's all those guys that I feel like are getting tricked. So I do, I have a problem um, and I don't engage with those pages that are run by a couple where they both have access to the messages because then I never know who the fuck I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And like, there, I spent a whole... I spent a whole like week talking, like sharing pantyhose stories and getting to know a quote, quote unquote, foot, uh, nylon model or pantyhose model, and then, and then I realized like I don't know, I don't even know how many DMs into it later that it was her husband, and then there was a message where he was like, "Oh hey, this is I'm oh this is Fred or whatever you know," and I'm mm-hmm. your husband, and and I was like, "Wait a second, aren't you you know." Mary or whatever and he was like oh well we're both on it and I was like okay mm. bitch so you've been getting mm-hmm. off to my, have you been getting off to our conversation this whole entire time when I thought I was making a new friend you know? yeah right <laughs> So no, I just no judgment
0: him. no judgment on how you want to do it mm-hmm. just, just be honest in how you present yourself
1: yes, yes.
0: yeah You know, don't pretend then, like
1: you're the yeah oh my god
0: and then to, to be a little personal I'm certainly going to interact with Missy, who's being honest about who she is and why she's here in the community, over the person who very clearly is lying to me about who they are and why they're in the community.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, but I how don't. can you tell the difference? Like, I'm sure we've well, like, made a bunch of yeah, them. You I'm know,
0: gonna, I'm going to put it. No, I don't talk Since to, I've to been the women. Spending a few months now only on Twitter and not on Instagram anymore, and I think Twitter's too too saturated and and too out there to to for anyone to lie because they'll just get they'll they'll fall off the wayside too fast mm-hmm. but in twitter world um everyone is a, a fin dom everybody claims to be a fin dom and it's it's getting a little and please i'll i don't want to offend anyone because there are a lot of people who identify it that way and i like them a lot um but if that's your primary personality just remember that not everybody you're interacting with is a fin sub yeah but right. certainly, I'd much rather talk to somebody, especially me and who I am in the community and what I do as as a photographer and as a podcaster and as a person producing content in the community, you know I will, if I want to talk to somebody, especially if I want to waste one of my one hundred and twenty dms I get now now that we're a cap,
2: <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> to,
0: to engage with somebody who is enjoying the community where i'm i'm talking to a kindred person and i'm picking their brain or having a conversation and not a
2: transaction yeah exchange right. of energy right. is an exchange yes. of energy thank you so yeah. yeah
1: but twitter does i mean it's that's why we keep going back to instagram is because instagram is more artistic mm-hmm. and although yes we we are making money off of this and Thinking considering how much time we spend creating content, um, you know, dressing up for the content, like just all of that. Um, yeah, some compensation I think is definitely warranted. So that's why we appreciate tips and gifts and all of that, right? Absolutely. Um, but
0: but there's so but much. But it, more it definitely beauty.
1: is refreshing to connect with someone where that's sometimes it's not always the main goal yeah
0: mm-hmm. the, the old instagram yeah. days with an honest community and group chats of 30 odd like-minded people who would talk and daily and talk about whatever they were talking about it didn't even have to be fetishy stuff we made friends there we had a community there
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it's a great community we wouldn't have created a podcast if we
1: didn't have such a great community it's true yeah it definitely can be and then you've got people like Missy who make it so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet, right, thank so you. So
1: how open are you about the fetish and your role in the fetish world to like say coworkers and family or friends outside of the fetish world?
2: Okay, so my family knows, my mom makes jokes about it. She makes jokes saying she's going to post on Facebook. Oh, my daughter, she sell fit pics and all that. Um, My sister, she thinks it's funny, too. She thinks it's cute. And it's weird because she always has her toes done. I told her she needs to start a foot page. I'm like, girl, you stay with your toes. She has to have a scrub. They have to look a certain way. Like, she is the pedicure queen. Um, As far as friends maybe like if they sharing something with me and they let me know they little kink yeah but that ain't nothing. I just want to be telling them so they don't be looking at me all crazy because they ain't gonna understand if they're not if, it's just it's just a it's my narrative my story if you don't understand it you don't understand it if you get it you get it it's as simple as that so and as far as like my lovers So my past relationship, when we first got together, because he was the first person I had dealt with intimately after um, discovering the whole nylon thing. And he wasn't too interested in it, you know. And a little bit down the line, he kind of would kind of make me feel bad about it a little bit. So I stopped sharing it with him, you know, or talking about it with him and stuff or trying to include him. So you know that's why I say it's, it's just a shame. personal journey you know it's a personal journey for me and I'm okay with that right now because I have a community right I have my social media look this podcast this beautiful Queens table group I'm a part of with other ladies that's in the community as well like I'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: yeah, <it's- laughs> yeah.
0: It, I think sometimes you don't need the, the people in your life who aren't part of the community don't need to understand your involvement in the community because that's not their segment of your life. Mm -hmm. It's not complete compartmentalization, but you know, the guy who sells you a quart of milk, you don't tell him what your sex life is. We have this community that we actually do in some way. We talk about our sex life openly with people that we, we do know, and we do connect with, even if they're on the other side of the computer screen and maybe we're lucky and blessed to have that we
2: are you know how many messages i get from especially men it's not necessarily the women especially men that feel like and they have partners they have women in their lives and when i ask them i'm like well do you tell yo you know your woman about this side of you yeah but she don't like it or this or that i'm like well how can you be with someone How can you lay with someone and you won't even indulge or allow, you know, them to discover more about themselves or even you be interested in it? Like, I don't understand that. So I'm glad that we have this community because most people are in relationships and most people don't have a relationship like yours, any where they are open and they're experimenting. They're hiding. They're on the Internet Googling. That's why feet is the most searched term. Right. So. Right. And we and do we, get, you know,
1: we we do, I feel like, so the we do the podcast for fun, mostly, right? Top Toast? Yes. I mean, if yeah. you disagree with me, let me know. But well, um,
0: I, I feel like we've developed and, our um, our place in the community to give back. I do feel as there is honestly mm-hmm. give back in doing this podcast, but it's also Well, that's, it, that's
1: where I was going with this, is that, you know, it, it started off as two friends just talking about, fetishy things, you know, in their spare time. And then, you know, and it was like, well, shit, we talk about this all the time. Like let's start a podcast. Um but I think also I think we, we get a lot of emails and we get a lot of messages where people are like, thank you for this service that you provide. Mm-hmm. And so this is the part where I toot my own horn, I toot our horn because I feel like so many people are out there just kind of lost. and feeling so ashamed shame is like the worst thing to feel I think um guilt and shame you know and then they have a partner and one of the questions that we get all the time is how can I tell my girlfriend yeah or or even worse how can I tell my wife of 10 years Mm. you know and it's like you've shared a decade with this person you've shared so many things with this person the fact that you can't even share the fact that you now like feet or you've always liked feet. And at this point it would just be awkward to say, Hey, by the way, you know, that day, that time we met 15 years ago, it was cause I was checking out your feet, you know? <laughs> um, and and it's just so, it makes me sad, that,
2: it is sad. That,
1: that there's people out there that are not comfortable doing that. So I think that, you know, bringing people like you on definitely helps kind of, bridge that gap you know and and give them a little bit of courage and then I think also what we you know we never talk about this top toes but on the other end of it like what if a wife finds just finds out that her husband likes feet right and let's say she just was never told and she is in fact an open-minded person and he was just too embarrassed to tell her Mm. like they can listen to us right? Yeah. And be like, let me try to understand this so I can help my man or so I can help my sure. partner. I, um, yeah, we
0: haven't got a comment, but I wonder if we have even one listener from that angle of things.
1: I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, I would hope that everyone marries a person that's willing to make sacrifices and, you know, adjustments for them. So even if it's hmm. something that they don't like, I wish that they would, you know,
0: and and now we've got missy who's at a place a new place in her journey um and i don't think we need to give her advice i think she understands herself very well but this is Mm -hmm. a different perspective this is i'm in this new place in my fetish journey and i am going into all future relationships with this self-understanding yeah uh,
2: yeah i love that oh i love that that's so refreshing and it's not that. just with the fetish, just to go off topic for a second. It, we should be laying our cards all on the table. when when you're when, Especially if you want to engage with, engage with someone intimately. You want to lay your cards on the table. You don't want to wait till five years, ten years down the line and you find out something or you have to share something that you should have shared at the beginning. Go on and just let them know. And then if they decide to stay, they decide to stay and you ain't got nothing to worry about but to be yourself.
1: Right. So how would you what kind of advice would you give to someone that say they're they're dating someone and they're getting to know each other better and it's getting a little bit serious? So how what kind of advice would you give to them, like in terms of sharing this
2: information? Well, the conversation of sex is always going to come up in some manner. Once that comes up, then that's when you just start talking about it. You ask them, well, is there anything you've ever wanted to explore? The conversation is open, right? This is the first time you're engaging in it. It's like, be, be okay to be uncomfortable because rejection is just rejection at the end of the day, but it makes practice. And once you get enough practice being yourself and saying your wants and needs, you won't care if the other person accepts it or not, right? And then when you meet that person that's like, okay, this is cool yeah let's do this the then it's 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 just smooth sailing so when the first when the conversation first comes up bring it up bring it up okay yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah i think waiting too long for it just ends up making it awkward
2: very awkward we,
1: we always give the advice of like um don't don't make a huge deal out of it. Don't make a huge event Mm-mm. out of it. Like, Mm-mm. like, let me take you out to dinner because I have something to tell you. No. you know, like this person <laughs> never you know, have something thinking, Holy to shit. tell
0: anyone. <laughs> something to tell you is never a right. good thing. And
2: something this to world tell you is, it is weird.
0: Not you, not yeah, I'm in like, defeat.
2: We are yeah, living in a very weird world. Okay, just look at society. Looks what's being pushed. Nothing someone can say other than some child pedophilia bullshit can offend me you know and if i don't like it i can be like i don't like it and -hmm. we can move on or we can't
1: the only
0: the only place where i have to differ in this conversation is the three of us (laughs) are people with some a little bit of adulthood under our belts and some past relationships under our belts and we can very comfortably have those conversations because we've had them for better for worse, well put or completely failed a number of times. Um for our younger audience who are really just figuring out their fetish and maybe I want to pick your brain a bit missy because you are at that having just figured out a new fetish. Mm-hmm. You know
2: you gotta discover it for yourself. If you're correct. young and you're new, you have or even to... if you're
0: you know as many years down the road and i'm not trying to say that you're you know i, I can definitely tell that you're not oh. 21 so oh i'm you know. down
2: the road i'm down the road most people my age they've been had already figured this out but then there are other people that are my age that are or older that are just like you know what it's time for me to learn me so if you are just discovering any kind of fetish explore it do your research talk to people get involved into the community you don't necessarily have to go out and share it with the next person you sleep with. But there are individuals like on this podcast, like myself, um, the women I interact with that are out here that make it a safe, safe place for you to express yourself. You know, so the point is you're going to be uncomfortable. Life is uncomfortable. You, we just got to learn how to find our voice and be OK with that.
1: I've never looked at it i mean you're absolutely right but i've never really thought about yes you have to go through some discomfort in order to grow mm-hmm. i mean that i mean that that's in general that's with everything Just like you said that's with everything so yeah you have yeah. to you have to go through some disco- discomfort in order to grow so you have to have these uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations and then before you know it you know you know what you want you know what you like you know that if someone doesn't necessarily accept it then that's not a person that you should be dating and then you can make an informed you can make i wanted i wanted to make that
0: point earlier when missy said it rejection i think you said something like rejection is just that rejection is actually something you should be slightly relieved at because it's the prevention of (laughs) wasting time yes (laughs) yeah
1: yeah
2: Right. If you're rejected
0: for your for your fetish or your interests or really who you are in any way, that there's a blessing. That is, I didn't have to waste time with this person that isn't going to connect with me on levels I need them to connect with me.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we we hide ourselves enough. You know, we hide ourselves from ourselves. So why intentionally want to hide yourself just to be with someone?
1: Right, let so, too short
2: for that. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So now that we're getting towards the li- you know the later part of the of this episode, we used to ask remember top toes and then we kind of just forgot about it for a we, little bit. We
0: did. It, I think you know, it depended on who our guest was. But I think this is a a great guest for the the (laughs) question (laughs) because we talked about one aspect and this is a great episode of, you know, a story of self-discovery, which I think is amazing.
1: I love it. I love it. Mm. But
0: yeah, the the traditional question was, what's in your kink bag? So whether that be literally your uh, bag, box, chest of toys and other kinky things, or just the other kinks you're into besides the one that we focused on in this podcast
2: well i have this little purple bag and in bedazzled jewels it says naughty on one side and nice on the other and all that's in that bag is is, oh god it's embarrassing um it's just my small (laughs) vibrator the only one i've ever purchased in my whole life the charger the remote control um some lube that's um cbd infused and okay. that's about that's about it that's about uh, it we, we a vibrator loyalist i am it's just a vibrator it's just a little pink vibrator with a little butt play it's got a little butt thinking that sticks out
1: i um i <laughs> it's, discovered it's... i discovered uh vibrators in later in life right um I've never right. used one before. Mm-hmm. I, I was like kind of afraid of them really, you know. And so the very first vibrator that I've ever tried was amazing. Like we had, a you know, amazing sex for however long. And then, you know, fast so forward a couple, couple years. Right. A couple years. And also, you know, followers have sent me stuff. Right. So I have like three or four of them. None of which I like none of which i like so um so my original one which happens to be purple missy because purple is my favorite color um uh it's like you know it's kind of dying you know like it hold, it holds charge for like a couple of minutes so um so i'm like okay yeah i gotta get a new one right so the husband buys me a new one and i fucking hate it like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like like the Berkshire's, they changed their uh, plan. It's just not the same. No, one. they're
1: just like I just I don't know what the difference is with the vibrators. I don't know enough about them to know like mm-hmm. oh this one's good and this one's bad or whatever you know. And then like someone uh so at the at the Texas foot party you know last weekend somebody there was a vendor that had like a table with a bunch of different vibrators on it, oh, and enough. I was like. And I was like, okay, guys, like, tell me which one is good, right? Come on, ladies, you know, and like, someone was <laughs> like, yeah, but every- like,
0: everyone's got a different clit, Annie. So there's,
1: there's no I know, consensus on what's the good
2: one. You like, gotta keep trying.
1: You know, my mine's like mine's. She's little and she's very sensitive, you know. So, bit, so somebody's like, oh, this rose, this rose thing, right? The rose. Oh, uh, people are all talking about the, the, the rose. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can't do that. Like I've heard about the rose, and there's no way in hell that I think that my click could handle that. Like I just, I don't know that I can. <laughs> so, yes. um, but you know, experimenting with vibrators is is not cheap, and it's not no, like you can no, it's not it. you can do <laughs> in the
0: dressing room. Oh you can God. figure out what bra looks good in the dressing room. Yes. You can't figure out what vibrator oh my looks God. good. <laughs> Missy, I yep. do have a follow-up question for you, though, since <laughs> since your kink bag is one both little well and two hyper focused. Let me ask well, you a different question. Yes. Oh, wait, you have a well? Uh, I'll wait well, for your Yeah. One.
2: Oh, okay. Well, in my mind, in my mind, I'm far kinkier than I am in my actual life. Okay. So <laughs> I have I have this fantasy of like a dom, like a alpha sub kind of relationship, and it's where I'm the submissive. So I've been reading about this term called alpha submissive, and it's basically a very um, masculine alpha woman who is a sub to a very dominant alpha male. And in regards to that, like the alpha has to be so strong in his demeanor and his energy that he gets me to submit because i'm just it's not like i'm walking around here and my shit is just tough and hard it's just me right and a lot of people think that i'm dumb i get that request a lot and it's like i have to because i'm single i'm black i'm living in this world alone and i have to i can't walk around here like i'm a southern belle so i have to have this air about me however on the other on the other side there's a softer side that i want to explore the submissive side where i completely let go right like where you completely give away all control to this other
0: and when, when you're here in the world where you have to present yourself as as your own alpha you need somebody absolutely top notch to, pretty to much. get that out of you
2: Yeah,
0: I I love the fact that you literally, practically plucked the question out of my head, which was if there's a (laughs) kink you haven't tried that you're waiting for the right partner to try with. That was the question I was going to have for you, and you just yanked that right (laughs) out of my head. So that's perfect.
1: It it would have to be. It would have to be someone really knowledgeable. Yeah, which is really hard to find in the like dom sub culture. It's It's hard to tell who actually knows what the fuck they're doing. You know.
2: That's not, why it's a fantasy.
1: And the right
0: energy for you, you know? Mm-hmm. The nice. guy who's been King Domly Dom for 20 years and had a trillion subs under his belt may not have the right energy for you to want to submit to.
2: Oh, yes. The whole thing. And it's, it's the energy, the vibe. It's like the whole package. And nothing's perfect, right? So that's why it's like this little fantasy, you know? Um, But yeah, that that would be... That would be it. just letting go of all mental, physical control and allowing another individual to have that. Because that's something I don't do often at all. Well, if that. Well, It's
1: scary. It's scary. Being vulnerable. Yeah. Being vulnerable is scary.
0: And of course, he's got to ha- want to have you in pantyhose all the time, right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you already know. <laughs> i love it so yeah all
1: right so um i mean i I have probably a couple more questions but before i forget um what talk to us about the type of content that you make i know you mentioned some things but
0: yeah what and and where give us give us the list of places where well you're gonna give me a list after the show that I can put up on the website, so you don't have to give every literal uh, URL. But um, It probably mm-hmm. has an all my link. I
1: think she has an all my link.
0: She does have an all my links, and I think that might be where we'll go. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely, but you know, talk about what what you've got in what places, especially if you do different types of content on different platforms.
2: Okay, well, you can pretty much get my content from my from me personally through IG all my pictures and the videos are on there is just that's my content. They're just screenshots or clips from all the videos I've made. And I just send off the link. Um, I also have a gum road that's in my bios on my IG. And yeah, right now, that's about it. It's a really personal um exchange. So at, someone at, at, wants at this, to yeah.
1: order, uh, if someone wants to order a particular type of video
2: from you they can mm-hmm. do that yep you can message there... me you can message me on ig um my all links are it has my email address which is missy tantra at gmail.com if you feel more comfortable sending emails but i'm pretty reachable on instagram oh,
0: you know you never is... you never said that at the beginning of the show yes I, I, I i've known you forever as as missy solstice but i forgot about the the Missy that was the Bulls first. Era. That was that the first. And, yeah. and for those of us who are uh, permanently banned from Instagram and stuck on Twitter, you're not <laughs> quite so active there.
2: Oh, and Twitter. Um, I am also on Twitter, Missy period Solstice. And anytime I upload my content to Gumroll, it links through there. But you yeah. can message me on Twitter as well. It's all connected to my um cellular device. Oh, great! Great. Mm-hmm. Is there um,
1: something that you that you won't cater to though, or I mean, what are the what are your favorite kind? What's your favorite kind of content to produce? Let's
2: just like your keep favorite the request. Com- so, my favorite request is just anything pertaining to nylons. Um, adding more to that is when we start getting into like the donation fees and stuff. But if it's just pertaining to me being comfortable and doing whatever I want to do in nylons, um, that's pretty much. Because I'm free, right? I don't have to think about, oh, well, this person asked for this. And I'm, I'm very um, A-brained. So when people do make requests, I try to get it done to a T. Because I want to respect the energy of you donating funds to me, sending a um, three to five minute video. I want to show you that I appreciate that. So I try to get the request down to a T. So I'm not really focused on me enjoying the moment kind of in nylons. So just letting mm-hmm. me putting on some nylons and just chilling, hanging out. I love dancing in them. Um, that's my biggest thing is just in the room dancing. Um, yeah, I don't really record or make public content. I'm too, I'm just not like that. I can't do it. I'm too scared. I think somebody gonna be might walk up to me or somebody's watching me. So I try not to record public content. I don't even accept those requests. Right, right.
0: So I, I do have a. We're gonna call it a very base question, um, just because you know, with this is the the a uh, foot fetish podcast, and I mm-hmm. just and I was. Like I do with with most guests, I can I, you know today be just before the show or slipping through your content, and so I do want to just know a little bit about your feet um, because oh you my do. Gosh, think- I can't
1: believe we for I can't you, believe we you- leave without any of that. Oh. You, you have you have a, you
0: have you have a narrow <laughs> foot and long toes to my um, perception, but yes sometimes perspective is hard so i don't know if that is a narrow small foot or a particularly long foot i mean you know, so you'd have to literally know somebody's height weight and have a perfectly perspective photo to to get it you know yeah. nobody can really pick that up so why don't you tell us and our, our listeners just just that little little bit please
2: okay well i have a very high arch which has really helped with me being very physically active um my ankles are small most of my joints are small and then my feet and my toes are really slender and long so i have pretty long toes um, okay. is, what size eight. are you yeah
1: the us your size would be
2: oh like a nine and okay. very veiny lots of veins and they look small from here don't they look small top.
0: they do and and in the content it did too it was It was just a little hard to judge now our um our youtube viewers uh have had the opportunity to be seeing missy's feet um for over an hour now um <laughs> our <laughs> podcast listeners may want to check out youtube i if we can um our uh spotify listeners might have had the opportunity to view that's just kind of that's up to spot how Spotify feels this week. We never know on that one.
1: Right, right. Um, but yeah, okay. Missy, thank you so much Aww, for coming on our show. I know that it's a lot. You're looking all beautiful. <laughs> um, I just thank you so much. Uh, I mean, it's been so refreshing, right, Tom? I mean, I don't know. Absolutely.
0: I, I love who you are. I love your energy. I love your thought process and in how you, you're placed in this community. And I love that you've shared at least part of your journey here with
2: us. It's
1: yeah, it's been amazing. And it um, has, it's a privilege. It's a privilege, really.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm humbled. Um, Thank you. Thank so you. with that,
1: you guys go and um, follow Missy. Go on her gum road and purchase her uh, pre-mades. Go buy her gifts. Buy her more nylons so that she can keep trying (laughs) them on and putting on these wonderful (laughs) shows for
2: us. (laughs) Yes,
0: please. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us your time today. Much appreciated. Thank you, as always, to all of our listeners and our viewers and our subscribers. We love you all. We do this for you. We do it anyway, but we do kind of do it for you.
1: I do it um, for me. No <laughs>
0: We do it to meet amazing people like Missy.
1: And mm. um,
0: if you've, well, if you have found a reason to, and if you haven't found a reason to just jump on YouTube, you'll find a reason to, but it, for anyone who's had a reason to be masturbating this whole time, as always.
1: You are welcome. Very so welcome.
2: you welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome.
1: Wow. Bye.